Welcome rock and metal fans. Coming to you from the barns of Amish country and pastures of cows are those two bad boys of rock and metal. B1 Bomb and the Smuts. Bringing you the best rock and metal bands from the 80s and 90s and today. Playing and discussing music from the featured bands with special guests, interviews, contests and more. So grab a beer and turn it up. It's time for the Headbangers Vault. Hey, what's up? This is the Headbangers Vault. I am the B1 Bomb. And I'm the Smuts. What's up, everyone? Coming at you live, heavy and hard. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So tonight, Smuts, we're going back to the white metal. Oh, oh. So I have to behave. You have to behave tonight. We have a guest coming on. We got a guest as well who'll be calling in shortly. We're going to throw out some of our favorite Christian metal bands. Right to my heart there, Schmutz. <laughs> We're going to round table this. We got some pretty good bands that me and Schmutz left off the last white mm-hmm. metal that we did about you know, a little over a year ago. So this is kind of our part two. Schmutz, what do you got on the table? A band you got reminded me of that I forgot about. Shout. Ken Tamplin, first band. These guys came out at the right time. Yeah, this is, I mean, the sound of it is right up my my thing. Yeah. <laughs> I really like this song, too. Ken Tamblin has a big career. He's still yeah, plugging away today, giving scene lessons and... Very talented. Throwing out some more music. This is Waiting on You. This is a good one. And I know this stuff's wrote, written about God. Yeah. I, in my mind, I kind of put a woman in there, you know, with the lyrics. <laughs> That's just how I like it, you know what I mean? That's just me. You know, sorry. I mean, it's being truthful here. We'll forgive you this time, Schmutz. That's good. That's good stuff. Love that course. Yeah. These guys kind of reminded me a little bit of Foreigner. Yeah, I can hear that. Absolutely. They had two albums. They came back in, I believe, 2010. They reunited. I think this next song's off of the album from 2010. Here is Never Stop. I believe Schmutz, this was off of their first album. Something first album? Yes, it is. See if we can find something off of their newer one, too. I thought this was off their newer album. This is this is not. I said 2010 on the... Better look into this. Maybe they redid it. Because... The way this music sounds, it does sound kind of mid-80s. Yeah, 
is a vocal coach. She's pretty cool. Okay, this is off their first album. It, I uh-huh. saw it. it's remastered okay. in 2010. They have a new, it's pretty good though, new Ur album. It was called Shout Back. Here we go. A little modern feel. Yeah, yeah. I never thought this was pretty cool when these guys came back. I had a lot of Ken Tamplin solo albums. Some of them were really good. Some of them were not. Yeah, I really liked their first album. And then, uh, which is weird, my next band that I'll have here down the road, this guy's involved with too. So, which is kind of weird. He was a busy guy. He was. I think he still is. I'm sure he is. See, Schmutz, maybe you need to call him up and take some lessons from his vocal coaching. <laughs> since you're always singing. I think I'm past those days. B1's got a big one to throw out, and this is a big one too. I'm gonna throw out one of my most favorite Christian bands. But I already knew this was coming. P.O.D. Yeah! Man, if you wouldn't know this is a Christian band, I mean, you would never even hesitate. A lot of people didn't. I remember seeing these guys at the Cornerstone Christian Rock Festival in 94 when they first were getting started. I walked past their tent. I looked at one of their cassettes. The guys were standing around and I could kick myself for not talking to these guys. Uh, Yeah, I definitely regret that. I've regretted that for a long time. These guys formed in 92 in San Diego, California, and they have sold over 12 million records worldwide. And they have received three Grammy Awards. Yeah, they're mainstream. I mean, wow. Nominations, that is. This song came off of the satellite, and this sucker date you did at number six. The first week, I believe. So that's big. That's big. This album broke these guys big. They're schmutz. Yeah, that's huge. Okay, then it went on to sell three million copies in the U.S. and over seven million worldwide. And that's awesome. That is freaking awesome. I seen these guys in concert last year. They played this whole album back to back. Nice. That was awesome. Throw another one out here. This is Will You. This came off of their self-titled album, Follow-Up Satellite. Didn't sell as well, but it still have pretty good sound. Next to the window in the 
didn't have as much as their rap metal style as they were accustomed to at the time. So D1 fun fact, they brought in Jason Truby from Living Sacrifice, which if you people don't know, that was a hardcore Christian metal band back in the day. They have a song from The Matrix. Hey, we got a caller. Who would this hey, be? Buddy. Hey, we have Joel Walker from Imaginary Music on the line here. Awesome. What's cool. up, Joel, man? Cool. This is Smuts. Hey, I, wasn't on, I wasn't on the first time with you, so nice to well, talk good. to you. Yeah, good talk to you, bud, and uh, thanks for having me. I just uh, it'd be fun to talk with you guys, and I appreciate the invite. We kind of have a podcast crossover here, Joel. Yeah, buddy. Joel's going to join us a little bit because he wanted to throw in some of his main staple christian metal bands mm-hmm. that he really appreciates absolutely throw his two cents in here not so. worth much but i'll do it <laughs> so joel we are talking about pod what's your take on them do you okay. enjoy those guys yeah you know what they're, they're not a band that i really followed for too long but you know they got pretty popular there i did see them at cornerstone Golly, long time ago, long time ago. Um, I thought it was awesome when, you know, the the popularity for them hit as a Christian band. Right. And uh, I've always enjoyed them. I don't know, you know, it wasn't really my style, though, where I was following them, but I was definitely into them at the moment. They were, you know, really hitting it hard. Yeah, they kind of took the reins from Striper and continued the the big Christian metal wave in the mainstream market. Yeah, really, really proud of those guys for what they achieved, and um, I mean they're they're great. Uh, I know uh, I had an interview with XL Todd Stevens, and he told a story about the POD guys and meeting up with them guys and uh, kind of seeing if he had influenced them. So if anybody's interested in hearing that kind of story, pretty cool too. Yeah, I was telling the schmutz earlier. I walked past these guys at their merch tent when I seen them at Cornerstone in ninety. Four, I believe, and they were just getting started, and I regret. Didn't even stop and talk to him. No. Wow. I mean, I, know. I would regret that for sure. Man, I could kick myself. You know what's crazy? I, you know, I, I look back at Cornerstone with so many missed opportunities, too. Because, yeah. I mean, even a um, real popular band uh, with a female singer. That, oh, my gosh. I, why I'm, I'm going totally blank on their name. Um <laughs> Very popular band. I want to say, is uh, it someone, Ev- I mean, Evanescence? Someone. Evanescence, yeah. Okay. So okay. Evanescence, you know, was there before they were famous. They were hanging out demos. Wow. And you're like, dang, I could have met those folks walking around. Yeah, I remember awesome. meeting and hanging out with uh, other people before they really broke and became famous. But that was kind of the cool thing about Cornerstone, really, too. Yeah. I've, met, I've met Will Hunt, the, the drummer. That's I've pretty cool. Okay. do one more thing about P.O.D., it was this song right here called The Awakening. I thought this was one of their coolest ballads that these guys ever did. Off of the album, Awakening. Kind of a concept album. thought this had a lot of heart to this song. The lyrics mean a lot to me. I think they're so cool. Mm-hmm. That's a good song. Yeah. I brought this up in the past on an yep. episode of our podcast. When I seen these guys in concert, 
I would have met these guys, I would have told them thank you for this song. <laughs> yeah. Just gotta hear this chorus. It's it's so awesome. Absolutely. So, Joel, what do you want to throw into the mix yeah. right here? Oh, man. Throw a couple out. We're just going to round table right. about three of our favorites here. Well, I almost hate to do this because I talk about Striper so much. I almost want to say, you know, we don't have to discuss Striper. We can save it for another time if you guys want to, because if anybody wants to listen to me talk about Striper, you probably listen to every podcast episode again. So I <laughs> yeah, Striper pretty much yeah. every episode. We have Striper tickets and here had, yeah, in a month or we're, so. We're going to go see uh, them with Mike Tramp opening up. Yes. Oh, uh, man, I'm jealous. That, that'd be a show I'd love to see, because Striper doesn't usually have great opening acts these days anymore, unfortunately. Uh, I mean, unless you catch like like a show like that. But yeah. the one other band I, I do want to mention, uh, that was one of my earliest bands to get into, probably my first real concert that I went to on my own and got to see was Bride. Okay. Yeah, Bride I back in the the early 90s Bride. And I even like the, the, the first stuff. They kind of lost me after Drop. Yeah, that was kind of a weekend. That album came out. Yeah, I've, I've, I've grown to appreciate it now, but I, I feel like they had so much momentum going from Scarecrow right then, and then also they go drop, and they had so much momentum, and they just lost it. But before that, yeah, I went to Scarecrow had come out, and I saw them in concert, and um, man, there's just those three albums right around that time with Kinetic Faith. And uh, Rattlesnake and Playground and yeah, those were good. Uh, Scarecrow was just amazing. Bell Thompson for what he is, um, you know, follow on Facebook and maybe not appreciate. Yeah, he, uh, he says a lot of stuff. Yes, he does. But I still I love Bell Thompson as a singer. He's probably one of the best voices of all time. I'm just saying Christian music. I'm talking about of all rock. And he still has killer uh, pipes you know. right now too. Yeah, he's amazing, man. That guy is is truly blessed as a singer, and uh, I mean, he's you know he's he's a little bit uh, he can rub people wrong for sure as we see on the internet. But now, Bride, you know, and I've had uh, Troy and Jerry on for Bride, <laughs> but uh, but man, I love Bride. I listened to them so much growing up through the years. You got a certain song that you really like by those guys. Oh, man, you know, they have something, and the funny thing is, one of the my favorite songs is really not one of the hard hitters, but it's probably I Miss the Rain. Uh, I'll see. I, th- I think the schmutz would appreciate this song because he's kind of the ballad guy I here. Love, I love ballads. So we'll, we'll give this a little spin here. I believe they're going to remake this. I think, yeah, I think they did a little. I know they do these little cover songs and stuff, and they re-recorded some of their stuff, and yeah. It kills me because they put a very generic drum track on all these songs that they do. They have a real drummer and have a real drummer. Yeah. It kills me. I'm not into that either. But this is the song that I'll just randomly be walking around the house and I'll start singing that chorus. <laughs> yeah, this is a good one. Now, Joel, did you like their album This Full of Bees? 
<laughs> what, what was I your... don't remember it, to be honest with you. I, I know I've seen a lot of people say that's their least favorite album. Oh, that's my favorite by those guys. You need but, to go listen to that. That's pretty intense I album. Check it out again. Yeah, it's, I thought it was pretty cool. I kind of lost touch with them around the middle part, and I've kind of gotten back ever since uh, about 10 years. Yeah, it's been a while, but it kind of dropped down, unfortunately. Now, their Christmas album was pretty cool. They dropped about a year or two ago. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I know Luke Easter was part of that, too. Yeah, I, I thought that was uh, really well put together. Guess they even got a bluegrass album, which I didn't know they put out. Wow. They do it all. Yeah. Bill Thompson used to do bluegrass stuff. It wasn't really my thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not into bluegrass either. I like green grass. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like cutting it all the time, but yeah, me neither. Did you have any other heavy hitting songs from Bride that you really like? Oh, man. It's hard to start. I mean, every song from those, uh, I mean, those three. I even like going back to their other stuff uh, with um, Silence is Madness. and um, yeah, That's some good metal right there. Rock, rock, rock those blues away. Yeah. Um, uh, going back to the, the older stuff, man, but any of those songs people go go to and check out there's not a bad song on those three albums to me they were really a straightforward heavy metal band at that point in their career yeah and I'm really blessed I got to see them in that heyday <laughs> and awesome. uh met Del Thompson right after the show and I you know I'm like I don't know 13 or 14 and I, I was like what do I tell this guy what do I say how do I <laughs> conversate with him and I knew they're from Kentucky so my thing was, oh, my grandparents have a house on Kentucky Lake, and he goes, oh yeah, I have a I have a cousin in that state penitentiary there, and that was it. I'm like, okay, <laughs> oh, wow. good stuff, good stuff. <laughs> I don't know where to go after that. <laughs> uh, that's a good story. Yeah, awkward. I've talked to him. I met him. They had a concert here in Indiana <clears throat> a long time ago. But I think I talked to him and right. their drummer was it Jerry McBroom. Yep, Jerry. He was a real nice guy. Talked to him a little bit. Seen them at Cornerstone as well, but they were pretty busy. It's hard to talk to them there at the merch tent. I'm going to play Show No Mercy. Just see how heavy these guys were at this time. And they were also called Matrix before Bride. Mm. Yep. to throw out some of these old albums are hard to find and if you have them on cd they're worth a little bit of money oh uh, i gotta tell you a funny story about bride now i just remembered something i did at school Uh-oh. and Uh-oh. i'm trying to remember what i gotta remember what the song was so i took music appreciation uh 10th grade 10th grade in high school and um my music appreciation teacher said okay i want you to bring in a clip of a movie this is before YouTube and stuff. Right, I actually had to right. get a VHS and bring it <laughs> wow. to school. So I brought a clip of Back to the Future when Marty McFly is being chased by Biff. He's on the skateboard. And I had to put my own song to it, though, is what she wanted. So what I did was, I got to remember what song I did. Um, 
think it was one. It was from Live to Die. I think I did uh, maybe like Fire and Brimstone or Ooh, something. Yeah, it was so crazy. I remember like the other kids and they were head banging to it and everything. I was like, I didn't have much music to really choose from at that point too. It's a funny thing. So I was like, well, I'll play Bride and play it to the back future. That's a good That's combination cool. right there. Yeah. How'd that go over then? Uh, it was fine. Actually, I think it was Here Comes the Bride. I think it was a song because it was super fast and heavy. And so I don't know if you know the Here, remember Here Comes the Bride. Sure off do. Of, uh, Live to Die. I got that. My big moment was playing it to uh, Back to Future uh, for the class. But I also did play uh, a striper for the class 1.2 because she wanted us to bring in like a love ballad song. So mm-hmm. I brought in something from the first album. Yeah, those were the days back then. Mm-hmm. Forcing kids at my high school to love Christian metal or not really. But I had a friend of mine. He really yeah. got me into the Christian metal, so I thank him. Wait, and then I'll, and I'll tell you one more funny story happened in high school about Bride. Kind of surprised late it was. There was a guy walking around, and he had a Bride t-shirt on in school. I'm like, what? You never see this? I'm like, who is this guy? And I go up to him. I'm like, hey, man, you like Bride? He's like, uh, it's my brother's shirt. <laughs> it just totally blew me off. And um, it, it was like, I thought it was going to be like this great Austin connection. Come to find out, he's my best friend now. He's he's Matt Schwartz from Pacifica, the band I was in. And uh, we, you know, we kind of met later. And, um, you know, we, we still joke about that that moment. The first time we officially met, he just kind of blew me off. Like, yeah, it's my brother's shirt. Don't talk to me. I'm like, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we wound up playing a band for years and years together and everything. So yeah, that's, that's pretty awesome. cool. Best friends, but I'm like, what a jerk. Let the celebration begin with Case in Court. Lisa and her staff provide a wide selection of beer, wine, and spirits at competitive prices. They have everything you need for your next party, get together with friends, or that special occasion. Open Monday through Sunday, so stop by Case in Court, 835 North Main Street, Geneva, Indiana. Schmutz, he had another one he okay, wanted well, to throw out. Uh, first band I did throw out before Joel called. Joel, you ever heard of the band Shout? Yep. And then now I'm going to throw out another band. I used to have that cassette tape. I'm not like in the huge Christian rock stuff, so this is kind of out of my yeah. wheelhouse here. And then I went to, I didn't, I didn't even know this, he was involved with this band, Magdalene. I, I, I had this cassette tape also. This would be Radio Bikini, right, dear yeah. Schmutz? I like bikinis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these guys actually had some members that were also in, in Pilitary. They had drummer Ken Mary, he was in it. Lenny Cordola, he was in House of Lords. Oh. Chuck Wright, he was also in Quiet Right. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a good song. Yeah. Joel, did you ever have this cassette or tape? I never did. No. I, 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 I don't, I remember the name, but I really don't remember listening to. It was pretty good. Pretty good album. Their first album was really good. Then they kind of shifted a little bit. On their second one, it wasn't near as good. Is that Ken Sampler on vocals? Yes, it is. I think it's kind of weird because I don't listen to a lot of this stuff, but I like two bands that had the same guy. 
that I didn't even, you know, put together. It's pretty bizarre, dear schmutz. It is. Yeah. So I must like that guy. <laughs> now, if I knew the schmutz, he now, likes a slow song on here. I'm not going to lie. This song got me through a lot of nights. What would that be? Nights. What's the name of their album? Big Bang. Did what they do one called The Dirt also? Or was that? That was their other one. I think they had an so EP. And different. Revolution Mind was their second album. And The Dirt was their EP. Cool. That was kind of a Lenny Cordola, almost a solo album that he did. Yeah, this song's awesome. I love this song. What would this song be there, schmutz? Wounded Heart. Because oh. my heart's always wounded. Okay. Oh. Yeah, this song is, I love this song. I almost forgot about this until I started looking into this for this episode. He always finds the slow ones. I was like, man, this song got me through a lot of nights. This is good. Now, Joel, did you know that Ken Tamplin is also a vocal coach? Yeah, yep. I uh, follow him on Instagram. I've been trying to get him on the show, but I had no luck. Well, that'd be pretty cool. I hope you do at some point. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Did you know that his cousin is Sammy Hagar? I think I did, yeah. I, I forgot about that until you said that, but I have heard that. I'll tell you what. It's giving you chills there, Schmutz. It's giving me chills. And I hate to say it, this chorus is awesome. Are we supposed to be crying? I, I'm about to. Yeah, he should see his face. This is uh, awesome. Uh -oh. This is awesome. It doesn't matter. This is a good song. It's okay. Oh, whatever. I'm not much of a ballad guy, but it's pretty it's, good. It's kind of starts to groove a little bit. So I'm glad. I, I just want to thank both you guys for. Putting them in and getting Let me relive that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been like, well, like no 20 years. <laughs> we walk down memory lane once in a while on this podcast. All the time. Now, I'm, I'm living it for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> right. Now, we're going to talk about memory lane. I got to throw this band out because this band only had two albums out. Both their albums are so good. And this would be the band Christavox. Also another California band from San Diego, California. Formed in 1990. We know what San Diego means. <laughs> <laughs> you watch their documentary? Yes, that is very good. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, people can catch it on YouTube free, but it is good. I bought that and when was that? 19 or 2010 they remastered like yeah. the greatest hits yeah. from rocks records 
added some drum fills in it, some more guitars. It's pretty cool. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's off of their self-titled first album. Adam Kemp has awesome vocals. I like this song, and you guys will find out here. I think you'll you'll appreciate the beginning of this song as a drummer. Yeah, yeah, I'm a fan of this band. I love their drummer. It's his name Fred Helm, and this dude is good. This is off of their second album, The Bottom Line. Unfortunately, these guys did break up shortly after this, which is a shame because these guys came out at the right time. They could have probably been pretty big, even on the secular radio market. I can't remember which one of it, it is, but I have one of their phone numbers and they were tested for a while about the podcast. So Ooh, hope you get them on. The one where I took... I couldn't, I couldn't get him to do it. That sucks. Yeah. I love that drumming right there. That's pretty intense. Mm -hmm. I listen the crap out of this second album. I mean, I listen to it all the time. I was in a band... We were trying to learn one of their songs at one point, but the band broke up shortly after, unfortunately. Yeah, I think they're a band that a lot of people kind of miss. I actually missed out on them. I didn't discover them until, I don't know, six, seven years ago. Okay. I've also had to throw in a ballad for the Schmutz. This is... Oh, great. I'm going to cry again. <laughs> this is home again. I feel like I'm at the Dundee Awards with Dwight at the helm. Yeah. Sound effect. <laughs> we, we do that quite often on the show. Oh, I thought this was probably one of the best ballads. I've ever heard in my life. Oh, wow. I'm throwing yeah, that out there. I almost want this played at my funeral. Jesus. Man. Amen. <laughs> well, hopefully that's a while down the road, but I'll remember that. Yeah. I think they're schmutz. Pretty good. I always like discovering new stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, I, you're right. Really into this. And, yeah. Hey, Joel, you got any other bands you want to throw out to us here? Yeah, uh, Carmen. No, I'm not kidding. Well, I hope you're kidding. Yeah, Carmen <laughs> Addicted to Jesus. You know, you know, it's funny, as I did listen to Carmen the other day, because that song is a champion. That's, That's a good, good song. That really, is really it, good. It, it, dude, that, that will get your emotions going. Get yes. Chill in all seriousness, listening to the champion. Man, that's not, yeah. So anyway, that's not my pick for climbing. I will say at this point, and there's so many good bands, but I want to kind of go with bands that I really grew up with. Okay. And I listened to and have been listening to most of my life. 
And this is a, another band that has been one of those for me, and that's Holy Soldier. Yeah. And, um, We've talked about these Holy guys. Soldier, you know, of course, they had Stephen Patrick with the first two albums, and then uh, Eric on the third album. And I even had the cassette tape of Promise Man with the third. It, it's, it's a good album. It's a big change, but... Yeah, it's more grungy. They, I mean, those first two albums with Stephen... And, uh, and David Zafiro at work on, he produced the three albums, but, you know, those guys working together was perfect. Didn't you have so a few of those guys really on your show music. at one time, too, there, Joel? Yeah, I've had, uh, I had Stephen Patrick, lead singer on. I've had Andy Sturmer, the bass player. I had Michael Cutting, who played on the first and third album, uh, awesome. guitar-wise. So I've had those guys uh, I've been on the show. Stephen, we kind of a little more current with some subjects, but and did discuss old stuff, but I really went down, you know, the journey and history of Holy Soldier with Michael and Andy. Yeah. Although really Andy cool. really more because Andy has been there the whole time where Michael had left for a little while. Michael actually played with Fear Not for a while too, if anybody listened to oh, interviews wow. and I had Larry Worley on and he talked about it too. But Andy, I mean, I even when I got done with my interview with Andy and we weren't recording, I was like, Andy, man, that was probably one of my favorite interviews I've done so far. I was like, that was so interesting. Yeah, yeah awesome. Anybody wanting to know about Holy Soldier, getting to know more and hasn't listened to those episodes, those are really good ones. But uh, the first two albums really were awesome. Yes. I probably had last, I think I had last time before I even had the first. Um, I, I remember used to seeing it at the Christian bookstore all the time, thinking, man, those guys look really cool. Yeah, and, those, uh, both those albums smoke. Those albums. Yeah, you, there's not a bad song on them. Did you have a song you wanted to throw out? No. Not a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, let me take a look. Stranger is awesome. Uh, you know, just to kick it off with the first album. Okay, I'll and, and uh, if... we don't have to play the full one, but Eyes of Innocence is another one that's just okay. such a great song. Well, there, I mean, there's no bad song on any of those albums to me, but Stranger, to kick it off with the vocals, Steven. And these guys look the part, too. They look like a glam band. I believe they were even slamming it out on the Hollywood scene oh. at that time, too. Yeah, they were. It's funny if you go listen to their demos for their first singer it's not that great he, he's not the greatest of singers and Steven really came in and yes. made a difference Steven's vocals are awesome he just remastered his solo album too Red Rain if anybody wants to know yeah. finally go get it yeah I think the schmutz knows about these guys. I like these guys. I believe he's heard these guys yep. before. Yeah, you can hear the sound is like, you know, they'd be on the Sunset Strip. Yeah. With like rat and poison. Yeah. Not doing what they're doing. These guys are <laughs> probably more of the straight and narrow compared to them Just other say. bands. I'm not even going to say yeah. it. I respect for Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I could, I could never get tired of hearing this album and this song too, man. It's yeah, it's so all good. it's all thriller and no filler on this album. As well as their second one. Except for maybe one song on the yeah. second one was kinda corny, but I think I had these guys first album. Oh, I'm pretty sure. What was that? Second one, there was a song. I have to look that up. It wasn't really good. I'll see if I can't find that here. 
but it was the only one I didn't like on Last Train. You're dead for me. <laughs> I can tell you guys here. I feel like that a lot with B1 during this podcast. <laughs> Man, poor guy. Yeah. Even, yeah. even uh, Virtue and Vice song, Last Train, as an opening song. Oh, that's so good. Oh, that is really good. Yeah, and the song Last Train. I think I was talking... I can't remember who it was. it was. One of the guys from the band was saying that that song was winning awards. Like it won some kind of award, some songwriting award for um, the last train song. Yeah, I think it did. From what I've heard about that, I can't remember if that if Stephen might have said that on the past, uh, podcast or not. It's a real moody song too. Kind of really yeah, sets it's, the it's atmosphere. Even, man, his, his lyrics and his songwriting awesome. top notch. Yes, very I so would, good. I would agree. Yeah, a little last train. I gotta say, I'm already saying this is not as good as Cinderella's. Last train. Well, <laughs> well I would agree. Heartbreak station. You, you can't, heartbreak station. You but. can't beat Cinderella's heartbreak station. Last train. That's awesome. The song that I didn't like on this album is called Fairweather Friend. I did not like that one. Yeah, I like that one. That was the one that I did not care for, but hey, the rest of them were awesome, so it's still a home run. I actually have a CD single of The Last Train, which is probably pretty rare. I found it at a tape and record shop one time. Good. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Awesome. Schmutz, do you have any more bands you'd like to throw in? Well, since this ain't... I, I, Carmen. <laughs> yeah. Carmen Schmutz. <laughs> Carmen. I'm going to have to check that out. So, <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right there. <laughs> but, uh... I'm going to, I mean, probably everyone in Christian rock. This is Christian rock, right? You are right here, Okay. Well, no, making, no. We're not talking about Christian rock. I, no, I know we're talking about Christian rock. I'm just making sure this guy is Christian rock. And I mean, this guy's pretty big, but I had to go with him because before he was big, I had his first CD and I had his second CD and I loved him. Jeremy Camp. I really like some of his songs. I like slow songs. And the schmutz would like his stuff. Yeah, That's so no I've surprise. never gotten into Jeremy Camp. Me man. neither. Too contemporary for me. I agree completely. Won't let the schmutz I throw it on. Nothing wrong with it, though. I, I like the first two albums, and then after that, I kind of got out. I mean, you know, I kind of went away, but yeah, I just don't know too much about this guy. It was too CCM for me. But he has a lot of awards. Yeah, he's still on the airwaves yeah, today. I, I, uh, Phil Wickham was a really good one if you like contemporary, you know, stuff like that. I think Phil Wickham got awesome voice. Mm, cool. Check it out. Check that out. Pick me up when the song's over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> he went with a little different 
yeah. little uh, different version uh, of the song. It's a little up, more upbeat. Yeah. Yeah, the version I wanted was a little more upbeat. <laughs> <laughs> you have another one that you like too, right there, Schmutz? Yeah, yeah. What was that called? Uh, I still believe, right? Oh yeah, that, that was on. I think that was on the radio, like mainstream radio. I, think I remember that one. Okay, we'll try this one here. Was a movie or something? It might have been. This is a good. This is a real good song. Oh, God dang it. What was that, guys? That was probably in one of the Kirk Cameron movies. Probably was. <laughs> yeah, you might be right there. <laughs> Love growing pains. Yeah. <laughs> Might have been on Firefly. Yeah. Could have been. I can't say I liked his acting in the Left Behind movies. Those weren't very good. Uh, I never watched any of them. Yeah, I did like Fire Proof, though. It, it wasn't such a movie. Yeah. Yeah, this is good. This is good right here. Because I still believe your faithfulness. Because I still believe. This is good. Yeah. Joel's probably asleep, but yeah. I mean, well, we're gonna wake him up real quick here. <laughs> Whoa, wait, oh. what? My monster drink's not even doing enough for this time. I don't see. Well, as long as he believes. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. If you're looking for an honest, dependable auto repair facility, then look no further than Shady Smuts Garage. Whether your vehicle needs brakes, engine work, or just routine maintenance, the nephew of the Smuts can do it all. Located at 8049 Whites Road, Salina, Ohio, contact Daniel at 260-849-0915 to schedule quality work today. 260-849-0915. I got one more I'm going to throw out, fellas, and this is my favorite band of all time. Oh, wow. I've stated that many times in the past on this podcast. Joel knows who this is because he just interviewed this guy. Awesome. This would be Savior Machine. Great Christian Gothic <laughs> metal band. I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to disagree on your favorite band. Well, we'll have to agree to disagree because <laughs> these guys are awesome. And I'm a. You say that. <laughs> I'm a big Queensrÿche fan, but I'm no, going to state this I was right now. Go Striper. No, I was, was going to go Striper. Queensrÿche doesn't hold a candle to these guys. Wow, that's a huge statement. Oh, that's is. a bold statement. Yeah, and I love Queensrÿche, but these guys have a little bit of a Queensrÿche sound. Somewhat, but kind of a mashup between David Bowie, Pink Floyd, <laughs> a bunch of stuff in there. Yeah, the monkey. Yeah, <laughs> 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 guys are formed by Jeff and Eric Clayton, 
and a little B1 fun fact. They took their name from a David Bowie album. Hey, there you go. The man who sold the world. Now, Joel, what's your take on these guys? I've never heard of them. Back. Now, that first album is so good. Oh, it's uh, a- Legion is probably my favorite song That's off of there. song is good. Uh, and, the, and the controversial line about, you know, the, the dragon in between the lady's thighs or legs or whatever. I love the way he sings it, though. It's just yeah. It's awesome. It, it, We're going to have to play that. Really good song. Because that song is probably one of my favorites on there. Yeah, that's definitely my favorite song, Legion. And that's straight book of revelations, too. Definitely a, a super unique band, you know, for what was going on and, and how he did things. I got a story to tell you guys about this song. Me and some of my friends went to see Savior Machine in 1998 in Chicago. Oh, wow. At this big ballroom. And we were waiting outside before they opened the doors and Savior Machine was rehearsing and I heard them playing this song. And I was freaking excited. Unfortunately, they played so long that they didn't get to play any of their older material because they played a lot of their stuff off their Legend trilogy that they put out. So we never got to hear any of their older stuff. It's kind of bummed, but I got to meet the whole band. I met Eric Clayton. It was a dream come true. That's awesome. awesome. There was a band that opened up before them called Rackets and Drapes, kind of like a Marilyn Manson type of band. And there was a really cool band called Wedding Party that opened up for them. They were kind of a gothic rock band. They dressed like a... produced album. Yeah. So you've heard of Wedding Party. Super cool. Yeah, I remember when they came out, but he, he also discussed them in his book I'm reading right now. Yeah. I got to read that too. Yeah, it's, it's very good. If you like, you like, or you're a fan like you are, you know, you would find it super interesting. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely uh, highlighting a lot of stuff from the book uh, for round two of interviewing them. Oh, I can't wait for that. What did you, you think about the conversation with him? Did you learn anything? Anything surprised you talking to him? It sure did. <laughs> Quite a bit. My eyes and ears were definitely opened in that interview. I did not expect a lot of that, what he said. Yeah. I, I still hope he's on the narrow path, though. Yeah, he seems to be doing good. You know, you know, just pray for the guy. Keep doing it. We all have our struggles. Right. Sure, you know, and try to encourage each other the best we can. So, yeah, I had no idea that he had a book when you guys mentioned that. So I am in the process yeah. of buying that. Super interesting. Yeah. Do they have a book on tape? Uh, it's actually, yeah, it's actually me reading it. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> Just a one. Joel, do you have any more that you would like to throw out here, real quick? Yeah. Have you heard about Carmen? No, okay. No <laughs> Carmen. I'm gonna check this out to see what I'm yeah. missing here. Yeah. Go listen to Carmen, the champion. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay, yeah, I will. Check it out. I will. That's, that's cool. All right, so. Um, man, there's so many bands, but like I said, once again, I'm gonna I'm gonna discuss a band that 
was there, you know, from pretty much day one I was in the stuff. The band I want to discuss is Tourniquet, one of my favorite bands. Same uh, here. You know, I got into them. When Cyclist 3 came out when I got into them. And I remember even when uh, the big change, the big lineup change happened, and I bought Vanishing Lessons on cassette tape and was listening to that. I'm like, it's pretty good. Yeah. And it was a big difference from having Guy Ritter doing his thing. The first album was probably maybe my favorite. Stop the Bleeding. That's awesome. Up there. Yeah, Stop the Bleeding, and then You Get What You Pray For. I just love that song. It's just a heavy song. Now there is. And then you got that song you're about to play, but video but, you for know. this. These guys are big yeah. animal activists too. Yeah, yeah, Ted was for sure. And unfortunately, you know, Ted, Ted passed away. But yeah, that's too bad. Um, Ted was definitely a drummer. Not that I played like that style, but he was still an influence to me. He was a very good drummer. You know that he was and, also and on a game show. Yes, he was. He, he was on... What was that show? He was on Vanna White, Pat Sajak. Oh, Wheel of Fortune? Yes, he was on Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> oh, okay. brain fart on that Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's pretty cool. I like to buy a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have any cool songs you liked by Turner Kid there, Joel? Because there's so many. Yeah, I mean, um, you get what you pray for. It's probably one. Since you got that album pulled up. But uh, the last one was Guy. I mean, he left like halfway through the recording, so they kind of had to make do. I didn't know that. Have you ever gone back and listened to Holy Holy Danger with Guy Ritter? No, I have not. I've never heard of that. Don't. Don't don't bother. I'm going to take that. Don't waste your time. (laughs) It's really bad. And I hate to say that. I seen Tourniquet when they played that album. At least a lot of tracks on it. And I met Tourniquet. It was awesome. That album just came out when they were at Cornerstone. We were so excited to buy that. We got their autograph on that CD. That was one of my highlights of Cornerstone right there. Awesome. Yeah, I love that album too. I know it's different, but uh, yeah, I thought Luke he did a great job. Yes, he did. Singing on yes. there. that guy does a great job vocals. Oh, finally vanishing, then reappearing. Yeah. There's one song on this album where I thought the lyrics said, "Your life is a gay dog." <laughs> <laughs> but it says your life is in danger. <laughs> and I'm like, every time I hear it now, I say, your life is a game dog. Yeah. <laughs> On Pathogenic Ocular Dissidence, they did a cover of Trouble's The Tempter. And that was... On the CD version, I believe. Did you have a favorite album by these guys, Joel? Probably narrow down. It's probably this or Vanishing Lessons. Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Psycho Surgery. I think Psycho Surgery was the first album or cassette I bought by them. 
And man, I would listen to that thing all the time. I did like gazing at Medusa because of the vocalist yeah, who said that. Jim Rick Rowans, who was in Judas Priest. Yeah. Who, who the movie, uh, was it Rockstar? Mm-hmm. With Mark Wal- was based on, but yeah. yeah. I love that you movie. Know, he, he, well, there's one song, though, that has the uh, guy from Bernie singing the, the drummer. Yes. Dean Castronova sings yeah. on yeah. this song. Dean yeah. Castronova sings yeah, on this song? Yes. Wow. And I, just on a side note, Journey's going through a lot of stuff right now. I've seen that. <laughs> I'm just, I just, that sucks. Well, I don't know what This album was okay, but this track was smoking. When it was pretty much just Ted running the show, I didn't quite like their music as well. I mean, there it was hit or miss. Yeah, I kind of got out of it. I got out of it a little bit. Yeah, I did too. I love Dean Casanova's. I love that guy. You like this song? Now, Joel, do you like the flood? Which has the former members of Tourniquet. Oh, yeah. yeah, I do. That's a smoking album yeah, as well. Who came to Gary says he'll come on the podcast. We'll see. Hopefully soon. Cool. There's Dean singing. Yeah, that's good. And I believe he is a Christian guy, too. Well, he got kicked out of the band. Well, I know he, he had some legal wife. trouble a few years Yeah, back. he got in trouble and yeah. got kicked out of Journey. Yeah, I think he was. But there's two sides to every story. He's so back is. in Journey, right? Yes, he is back in Journey. Yeah, he is back. Yes, I saw them. Yeah, I saw I saw Journey up and kicked them out and had Steve back in the band, which to me, I, I'd rather see just because he's the real Journey drummer with right. Steve there. Absolutely. But, you know, still. Yeah, I saw them. Uh, oh, heck. A year or two ago in Indy with Asia opening up. Ooh. Yeah, and Dean mm. was back with them. So that was a good show. Yeah, he's definitely a talented drummer and singer. And he's in other bands, yes. Revolutionary Saints. He, uh, he did something with Tim Gaines, or we're supposed to. I can't remember what it, anything ever came of about that. I'm not life. sure on that. Check out Spare Time Lanes in Burn, Indiana for all your bowling needs. Lance and his crew serve up a meat lunch, dinner, and Friday breakfast with 16 beers, including craft beers, on tap. Brand new cooler and TVs for your sporting entertainment. So come on into Spare Time Lanes Monday through Saturday for some bowling action, great food, great beer, and all-around fun. And maybe drink a bush latte with the smuts. Joel, now obviously you love music. Do you just love Christian music, or do you have like you you know like a secular playlist yeah, you, you like get like, into, or you like rap, you know, Poison, oh, yeah. Iron Maiden? I, I love mean, it all, man. No, I'm I'm, I'm not where it's just Christian music. So yeah, definitely big Motley Crue fan. Okay. You know, just Motley Crue all the time, but um, all that '80s stuff. I just saw Alice Cooper. Uh, I mean, even though Alice is a Christian at this point, but I think I discussed it on when I it was just the two of us, but. Uh, when I was on before, but I like Ghost for the most part. I okay. like most of their stuff, I mean, lyrically maybe not, but I'm a huge Event Sevenfold fan. I've seen oh, them wow. a couple oh, times yeah. okay. in concert. Uh, Bullet for My Valentine, okay. Atreyu. Oh yeah, I um, love Atreyu. There's, uh, there's other stuff, like one of my other favorite bands is Jellyfish, a band that had a couple albums out back in the early 90s that a lot of people don't know about. Wasn't their drummer the singer and he stood up and played a drum kit? Yep. 
Yeah, I remember well, those yeah, guys. Yeah, he stood up and played drums. That's no, pretty interesting. Stage. Probably one of the greatest. But if you're into that stuff, you know, like with Queen, like kind of Queenish Beach Boys, uh, just beautiful harmonies yeah, and everything. Check that but out. Yeah, they were remember, pretty unusual yeah, for lot. the early '90s. But yeah, I just I was yeah. just kind of wanting to know that. I mean, because I mean, obviously you love music. Yeah, I'm sitting here like I, you know, I got some stuff hanging up on the wall, autograph stuff. So I got like Carmine a piece and Jimmy Apsey autograph oh, yeah. uh, on my wall. And heck yeah, so I'm a big Dream Theater fan. So same here. Awesome. Kiss, sitting here wearing my Kiss shirt. Yeah, heck yeah, <laughs> awesome. Let's give him applause. Heck yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. All right. I said, and Carmen. <laughs> and Carmen. Now, what song was I supposed to look up? Because I'm looking that up. The Champion. The Champion. The champion. And that doesn't even come up on the top it, songs. Oh, man. it's. Uh, I'll find it. Yeah. The Carmen was like my second ever thing. So. There we go. This is it. This is Yeah. Champion. But it's, it's the whole, the devil thinking he's defeated. Uh, Jesus on the cross, and then Jesus coming back, and he does the whole countdown. And yeah, that's awesome. It, it gives you goosebumps, the one. <laughs> then a chill swept through the mammoth crowd, and the demons. He does all the demonic voices too. Yeah, this was a pretty popular tune for this guy. But I like the, the like the keyboard, the big dun 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 That part. I don't know if it's coming up. I have to fast forward just a little bit here because <laughs> we can do that in, in Vegas. Oh, you know. Right here. The blow of death fell Jesus to the ground. The devils roared in victory. The saints shocked and perplexed as wounds appeared upon his hands and feet. Then Satan kicked him in his side, and blood and water flowed, and they waited for the ten count of defeat. Here it comes. God the Father turned his head, his tears announcing Christ was dead. The ten count would proclaim the battle's end. Then Satan I don't even know what to think right now. <laughs> it's interesting. started to count by Wait wait, does the voice is like Satan. There you go. Eight. It's such a powerful song when it when it gets the one here, you'll see. I mean, I even got chills right there. I don't know yeah. if I'm kind of cold or I just because of song. But. This is pretty cool. Or to think right now and say or whatever. I, mean, I don't even know. The late, the late great Carmen. Yeah. Gonna have you go home and watch this video in its entirety, dear Schmutz. I might have to. Yeah, that's pretty. I'm cool. telling you, if, if Carmen were still alive, man, I would definitely try to get him on the podcast just because oh, that would have yeah. been an interesting talk. 
You better believe Unfortunately, it. Unfortunately, passed away. But it was the second concert I ever see in the 80s when that album was pretty popular and came out. And then I saw him in Gatlinburg at uh, like Winterfest kind of thing for youth in the early 90s, too. So I saw him a couple times. We're going to have to look into more of this there, Schmutz. Talking about Gallenberg. They have yeah. an awesome rock festival yes, in Gallenberg. on, on the, the mountain. mountain. I know. Yeah. Dude, I would love to go to that. We're going to start saving our money. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm uh, I'm not too far away from there. So, I was thinking about going. The only problem is, is uh, I want to go to Ohio for the uh, BMI. What is it called? BMI, yeah, the BMI event, and it's like right around mm-hmm. the same time. And, yeah, you know, of course I'm rich and I can blow money like crazy. Well, right, so. right. You have a podcast, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're all rich. Yeah, I'm rich. But uh, man, trust me, you know, I, I I love to go to the the mountain one. Oh, uh, there's yeah, man, so many good bands. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was really going to go last year, but just didn't didn't yeah. get to man. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. It happens. There's anyway. so many great concerts out there and. Sometimes they happen at the same time. Yep. That's the dilemma. Joel, we're going to do a Striper yeah. podcast yeah, soon. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So we're going to have you on there, yeah. and we're going to yeah. roundtable Striper. There's one bad word said about him. I will cut you. Well, there's not going to be any bad words. You're dead to me. No, I'm <laughs> You don't talk about my baby. <laughs> don't back my baby into a corner. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, there will be no bad words good. about Striper. No, only good things. I love Striper. We thank you for coming well, on here, Joel. Yeah, definitely. We, thank we appreciate you. this. Man, it was this, awesome. This has been fun. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Everybody, go listen to Joel Walker's Imaginary Music. Really cool. Absolutely. Got a lot of cool interviews, especially Save Your Machine, Eric Clayton. Got to plug that one. <laughs> yeah, good yeah. one. So, yeah, check him out. Check Headbangers Vault out as yeah, well. Absolutely. Well, all right, you guys have a good one. Thanks for uh, letting me be part of this. It's fun. So, everybody, like, follow, share. Check us out on Spotify, Podbean, and what Nikki Lane says. If it's too loud, you're too old. God bless, and we'll see you next time. Keep rocking out there, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Headbangers Vault, bringing you the best in rock and metal music and music talk with your hosts, B1 Bomb and the Smuts. Check us out on your social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you'd be interested in being a part of our show or advertising with us, please visit our webpage at headbangersvault.podbean.com. And remember, if it's too loud, you're too old. We'll make the date happen. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> got awkward silent there. Yeah, so. I did. <laughs> oh. we kiss? Like, what are we, like, waiting for a kiss? To end yeah, the we're kissing and hugging, and I'm a hugger. <laughs> <laughs> He's driving my butt right now. <laughs> oh.